Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome to another episode of Tis the Podcast, a podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I'm Anthony. I'm Julia. And I'm Tom. Happy New Year, guys. That, yeah. We are, I can't believe it. We're living in ATTP now, as Anthony and I were talking earlier. <laughs> what? After Tis the Podcast. After Tis the Podcast. <laughs> we made it a year. Can you believe it? And it just totally does not feel like a year, by the way. It doesn't. It not definitely really helped really speed up the year. Yeah, it did. Time's fun when you're eating flies, right? <laughs> What's your mug this week? It's Mr. Narwhal, and it says, Bye, um, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Oh, I love that. That's telling for today's episode, isn't it? At least a portion of it. I'm pretty Possibly. jealous of that mug. Yeah, it's amazing. Etsy. Everything good comes from Etsy. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> For those of you listening to this as your first episode, we're going to take you a journey into the past as we celebrate how far we've come in a year and how many mistakes we've made. <laughs> because looking back at our rankings, wow, I have made some mistakes and I am going to rectify them tonight, even if it's just for one episode. In, in fairness, I don't know so much if I would call them mistakes as in we didn't know what was coming when yeah, we ranked. Yeah. Nearsightedness. Yes. Total nearsightedness. Some of it, I think for some people with especially one certain episode, it may have been a bad mood for the night. I have made some cranky <laughs> decisions. Well, why don't we take our listeners through our rankings on the right. main list starting at the bottom and working our way up. So, Tom, do you want to kick us off with the worst of the worst? I do. Well, I really don't, but I guess I will. All right, our worst-rated movie we have is Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, followed by Star Wars, All-American Christmas Carol, Santa's Sleigh, All I Want for Christmas is You, I'll Be Home for Christmas, One Magic Christmas, The Spirit of Christmas, The Star... The Nine Lives of Christmas, so the Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause, Three Days, North Pole, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, along with Arthur Christmas and A Christmas Prince Tide. So I do want to say something real quick. You just said Star Wars. I want our list, our first time listeners to know <laughs> <laughs> he meant the Star Wars holiday special, not Star Wars itself. Yeah, we would hope that would be obvious, but I didn't even know this movie existed until we reviewed it, so maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, that is one I would love to forget. Um, so picking up in the middle, that puts us at our 20th ranking, moving upwards towards one. We have A Very Brady Christmas, A Bad Mom's Christmas, Batman Returns, Office Christmas Party. Tied for 16th rank is The Polar Express and Disney's A Christmas Carol. Uh, then we have another tie, <laughs> Daddy's Home 2 and Pete's Christmas, the unheard episode, which we will push to y'all someday. <laughs> um, and then ranking at 14, we've got The Family Man, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Rise of the Guardians, and The Man Who Invented Christmas, which you know, gets us to our top 10, guys. Just going through this list, it's amazing to me how many Christmas movies have Christmas in the title. Yeah, that's true. So our top 10, tied for number 10, The Santa Claus 2 and Die Hard, Krampus, Love Actually, TLC Presents The Secret Santa, Home Alone, A Muppet Family Christmas, 
tied for fourth place, Mrs. Santa Claus and the Muppet Christmas Carol, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, the Santa Claus, and coming in at number one, Elf. The stalwart. I wonder if it will be the stalwart for all three of us tonight. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't wonder. I feel pretty safe about that one. You, You know, though, I... As much as <laughs> looking back at the list, it's like, oh, what were we thinking some weeks? I'm, ve- I'm still very happy in general with the ones that come near the top. Yeah, the higher we get on the list, the more I feel good about things. Yep. It's, it's the abysmal that makes me wonder, which was worse than the other? <laughs> so one of the things I didn't realize until we started this podcast was how many bad Christmas stuff is out there. Oh, really? You didn't know that before? Or you didn't well, have that realization before? You, you just don't watch it with a critical eye. You just kind of think of it, oh, background Christmas fluff makes you kind of happy. But then when you really sit down and concentrate on it, because a lot of the stuff in the bottom, right? Mm. A lot of that stuff I would have just had on in background and not actually watch. Mm-hmm. But, man. I think subconsciously you knew, though. You were like, yeah, this really isn't a great movie. Which is essentially what we said for most of the cases. Some of those low-ranking ones were truly awful movies. Truly despicable, terrible, should not have been made awful movies. So that's actually a good segue. Before we reveal our personal top tens, why don't we reveal our personal bottom fives? I want to see if there's much divergence there. Um, (laughs) So Julia, do you want to give your absolute worst movie on this list? Well, our five worst movies on this list. Like ranked in order? Yeah, ranked from bottom order. up, yeah. Oh, from absolute worst to yeah. not as worst? Yeah. The bottom five. Okay, so still bottom of the bottom on my list as worst movie we've reviewed is Kirk Cameron Saves Christmas. Um, next up, only slightly better, All-American Christmas Carol for me. Then Star Wars A Holiday Special. Then, and I should have ranked this lower, A Very Brady Christmas. With everything in me, I really despise that movie. And then <laughs> above that would be One Magic Christmas, but not by much. So that doesn't align with our list right now. It's slightly off. You'll notice Santa Sleigh is not in that bottom five. It's not in my bottom five either. It's shocking. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> Tom, do you want to go? I do. My absolute least favorite movie we've watched to date is Kurt Cameron Saving Christmas. Coming next would be All I Want for Christmas is You, One Magic Christmas. And it's a tough one between All-American Christmas Carol and Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Tom would be in my bottom five. But I think think the deal breaker for me will be the content, and I'm going to go with All-American Christmas Carol. Mm. So just nothing redemptive about that movie. No, you had to take a shower after watching that movie. That movie was awful. It really was. What about you, Anthony? So my absolute worst out of all of them, Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. So we're all in agreement <laughs> there. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> then Star Wars Holiday Special. Then All American Christmas Carol. Then All I Want for Christmas is You. Then... One Magic Christmas. <laughs> so did One Magic Christmas and All American Christmas Carol and Star Wars, were they in all of ours? I think they were, right? Yeah, I think so. That's, so we're, it, as, we're pretty aligned. Yeah, we are. And as yeah. Star, I find it kind of funny with, as Star Wars fans, you know, all of us have some, some affinity for Star Wars, that, that I, I'm really shocked that that came in, that that movie was so terrible that it came that low for all of us. Well, isn't that why it came so low? Because we love this thing and they just, they did the bad thing to this thing. They just really did. Just <laughs> Not to did. mention it wasn't a Christmas movie. It was a yeah. life day movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm. Every day is life day. <laughs> oh, that's a spirit. I, I love that. <laughs> I love that our, our, 35th ranking is unanimous. I'm interested to see if our number one ranking is still unanimous. So, Julia, why don't you give us your top 10 list? Now, and listeners, bear in mind that no ties. We can't tie any of these Mm. films. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, these are just our personal rankings. The list itself is not going to change. Okay, so I'm going to start with my 10th and work up to the grand suspense of my one. So (laughs) 10th for me would be Muppets Family Christmas. Ninth is TLC's The Secret Santa. Eighth is The Polar Express. Seven, Love Actually. Six, Mrs. Santa Claus. Five, Home Alone. Four, The Santa Claus. Three, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Two, Muppets Christmas Carol. And one is Elf. Aww. Can I tell you how reading those ten aloud really makes me super excited for Christmas? That's awesome. That, that, that is awesome. What about you, Anthony? I'm going to cheat and give an 11. <laughs> Just as a... Wait a second. No, you said we like could not tie. give ties. <laughs> no, 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 no. This, this, this is up? just a... Um, it's not a tie. It's not a tie because it doesn't tie with any of them on the list, but it's just a, You're always saying stuff like... It's an honorable guys, mention. Three things, and you always add an honorable mention. I'm going to actually give four answers. You can get, do you want to give an honorable mention? You can give an honorable mention. I didn't prepare for an honorable mention. The list is up. You have the list in the outline. <laughs> no, take your honorable mention and share it with the rest of the class. What is it? It's TLC's The Secret Santa. Mm, it was so good. And I give that an honorable mention. I couldn't justify it being in my top 10 just based on rewatchability. I feel like my top 10 I can watch multiple times a year, season. I get that. And uh, I feel like that's a solid once a season watch and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. So number 10, Disney's A Christmas Carol. Number nine, The Santa Claus 2. Eight, Krampus. Seven, A Muppet Family Christmas. Six, Mrs. Santa Claus, five, Home Alone, four, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, three, is Elf. What the crap, man? Keep going. Two is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and one is the Santa Claus. Wow. I had such hope. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move, move us past this. this <laughs> That's shocking. This shocking <laughs> moment for all of us. In, in fairness, there was, couldn't be any ties, but... If you had caught me on any other day, it could have been rearranged. Back going back and forth. Going for my top like four, anyway. Could have been rearranged, depending on my mood. Uh, okay, Tom. All right. At number 10, I'm bringing Pete's Christmas. Ugh. Number nine, Family Man. Number eight, Krampus. Number seven is Mrs. Santa Claus. Number six is Love Actually. Number five is A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Number four is Home Alone. Number three is The Santa Claus. Number two is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And number one is none other than The Polar Express. (laughs) No, number one is Elf. As it should be. (laughs) To the guy that's drinking out of the Buddy the Elf mug. Dude, I feel like you... Like, totally teased us on this one. Drinking out of that mug. My mugs don't, aren't indicative of my opinion. They usually are. Yeah, your, your mugs usually do have a message. <laughs> <laughs> well, my message is I still love Elf. I'm just not a number one position. Yeah, we haven't had anything. Hey, that's... the Santa Claus is a great movie. So, I'm, you know, I am happy with the tens. All of our tens make me, me incredibly happy. Me too. I can't complain. Uh, as long as one magic Christmas didn't make anyone's ten. Oh, heck no. <laughs> or all I want for Christmas. Or Kirk Cameron's Christmas. <laughs> I think Sorry? if you guys had put Kirk Cameron saving Christmas, we'd have to reevaluate our entire podcast. We really would. Yeah. Just one of our <laughs> one of our co-hosts just goes missing from the, the <laughs> <laughs> act like it never existed. Substitute. Never to be mentioned again. That's right. Substitute somebody new in like they do, you know, like after- <laughs> If we're entering season two, we could just change up the cast. <laughs> it would be like that episode of, of The Office where uh, Jim Frank's Dwight, it's uh, Asian Jim is working, and he changed his photos and everything. <laughs> um, I love that one. Uh, one of the things I really like the most about our podcast is this 
community we're building around it, all of these people that are interacting. I look forward to getting up after an episode or before an episode when I'm, when I'm prepping to lead and see what people have said to us. Uh, it's just really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. I've made new friends, you know, new friends uh, online through this besides you guys with our community. And um, some people I want, I've met that online that I want nothing to do but to heckle constantly. <laughs> I, think I've been, I think I've been trolling that um, Disco 54 lately. Well, Disco 54 has been trolling us. <laughs> he has. That's what I'm saying. One guy I, I like, you know. <laughs> I like our lists. I like our, t- our individual lists, too. I'm happy with them. Yeah, I'm really happy Pete's Christmas made into the top 10 of one of our lists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy Krampus made it into two of our lists. Yeah. I thought it made all of ours. Who didn't put it in there? I didn't have Krampus in my top okay. 10. It might be 11 or 12, though, honestly. It's yeah. I was I was surprised when I was going through my list and I put that on there. <laughs> and I think Mrs. Santa Claus and Home Alone were ranked the same on mine and Julia's list. Six and five. Yeah, that's right. And Tom's had her had her at seven. Seven, yeah. And, and we I had Love it. Actually in the top ten. You didn't, did you, Anthony? No. Yeah. I uh, Anthony and I had the same top four, just in different order. Yeah. No, you didn't. What didn't you have? I had the Grinch, so oh, I know you oh, didn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We'll take that out. Top three. We have the same top three. There are some movies I'm really excited to cover this cover soon. Yeah. Other ones the more I think about, the more I want to watch. I cannot wait to do Jingle All the Way. I don't remember enough of that movie. I'm excited to see it. That's what I think I'm looking forward to pretty much most right now. What are you guys looking forward to covering next or in the next year? I can't wait for Miracle on 34th Street and uh, Santa Claus the movie. Yeah, I'm excited about those two. One of those has the potential to really shake my top 10 up in a big way. Me too. Um, I'm excited to do the snowman. I have all the feelings for the snowman. Disco 54 said he's probably the only uh, English person who's not a fan of it. <laughs> well, see, and I, I that's going to be a major push of the nostalgia button for me like probably more so than any other movie on our entire done list or to-do list i think i have more nostalgia tied up in that movie than i do in anything i really like the book yeah i haven't seen the movie i I read the book as a kid Mm. disco 54 though said uh he prefers father christmas that animated special which i haven't seen i haven't either british one we need to check that out. Well, luckily for our listeners, next month, next year we're doing a whole foreign month, aren't we? Sounds like anyway. a great idea. I have, some, I have some other ideas for next year, but I had an idea for a musical month, like a whole month of Christmas musicals. I thought that'd be cool. Are there a lot of Christmas musicals out there? Fair enough for a month. I can name zero Christmas musicals at this. White moment. Christmas. Oh yes, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Sorry, I was just not even. <laughs> I'm excited about doing that movie. That now movie. That, that movie will shake up my top ten, and there, my yep. top ten will not be the same when we finish that movie. Yeah. Oh, and we're gonna do both Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street at some point, but the one we have scheduled <laughs> is the Cutie Dylan McDermott one, right? Yes. Okay, good, because I like that one. <laughs> I like that one better. I'm just saying half loud now. Yeah, I do too, which is shocking, because usually <laughs> I go for the classic version of stuff. I also think next year we should do, uh, since I've covered all the movies at that point, the <laughs> we should do <laughs> straight-to-DVD sequel. <laughs> oh, really? I, if we're doing that, I can't do Hallmark. <laughs> you hate us. I cannot do Hallmark. <laughs> no. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying instead of Hallmark, because we'll probably okay. get more to be said out of the straight to DVD sequels to classic films than we would out of Hallmark films. I, I agree completely. Hallmark was, I think we can all agree that, that Hallmark movies as a theme is not something that any of us are passionate enough about to carry on for <laughs> another month. Right. I mean, and that's not to say we won't do Hallmark movies. We're just not going to dedicate a month to them. Luckily, there are brave souls doing entire episodes devoted just to Hallmark movies. But yeah, I think for next July, we should do straight to DVD sequels. Because it's all like, it's National Lampoon. Right, yeah. It's Jingle All the Way. Yeah. It's a Christmas story. And it's, you could do one of the Home Alones or something. Home Alone 3 or 4 or 5 or whatever. 
<laughs> oh gosh, there's like a million of them. <laughs> it's just bad. Well, yeah, just if we three. bookend it with I, some good solid Christmas hits, then yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. That'd be fun. I like I like the uh, I especially like the no Hallmark <laughs> movie month again. <laughs> Really, really grateful for that one. <laughs> Me too. Having said that, next month is what book adaptation month, and mm-hmm. we have one Hallmark movie on that list. And I think we'll that will be a more substantial discussion than anything we've covered in July mm-hmm. this past year. Definitely, or hope I hope so. Anyway, haven't watched that one yet. The Christmas Train, for those wondering. We have announced it in previous episodes. One suggestion we got from a, from a listener. We are going to start announcing our movies on the episode two weeks, two weeks in advance to give you more time to actually watch them before we record. And more time to interact with us and comment. That was a great suggestion. Mm-hmm. That person's a planner. I, I almost think we should do like uh, the beginning of every month just release a four we're doing that month so people can watch them at their leisure. And then people have something to look forward to during the slow months of summer and February and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So looking at our movie list we've done, just looking at it now, like I don't want to go through the whole thing, but do you feel like we were too hard or too easy on any of the other movies we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, I have three I was way too hard on looking at what we've covered to date Ooh, which ones um the star i feel very bad for giving the star a one i should have I'd, given it probably closer to what you did anthony around a four it would have been I'd a lot more that. appropriate yeah uh i was too hard on the grinch live action honestly i may not have loved it but i ranked it a one and i should not have ranked it that low Given the stuff we've covered, I may not have liked it, but it was not worthy of a one. It should have been higher. And I think I was a little harsh as well on I'll Be Home for Christmas in the long run. I gave it a one. It probably should have been about a two. So those are the three I feel the worst about. My higher rankings, I feel pretty good about. And even the ones in the middle. I think I was too hard on Santa Slay, honestly. Santa Slay gave me a lot. I had a lot more fun with Santa Slay than I did a lot of the bottom of the list yeah yeah i could probably say that too i gave it a 0.5 and even though i liked it about a 0.5 worth there is something to be said for could i watch this again in a different setting and enjoy it a little bit more Mm -hmm. yes so i'm with you on that and i'd probably agree with i'll be home for christmas too a little Mm -hmm. harsh oh wait my big one arthur christmas (laughs) i was was very hard on arthur christmas um if you were to rank that movie today, what would you give it? I gave it a four, right? You gave it a four. I don't know if I'd go much much higher. I'd definitely go higher. I don't know how much higher I'd get. I would definitely be a lot less harsh on my criticism of it. So I remember that episode, you being like on fire about how much you hated that movie, all of that. And then when it came to rankings, I was like, you're giving it a four and you bashed it that much. I was anticipating like a point something. And so it's funny you say that because your ranking probably reflects how much you like it, but it's like the veracity of how angry you were that night. Like that was super angry, Anthony, over Arthur Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was my first episode hosting, and you were so terrible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that's been true, I feel like, for you, though. You'll be extremely passionate in speech about how much you do not like something. And then when it comes to ranking, it's like you're afraid to really give it a super low ranking. I'm like Santa Claus with the naughty kids, okay? Yeah, like, really I can't. I, 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 I am. But you know what? I... There are some, the higher I get, I probably would have ranked lower. Yeah. Just so I wouldn't have to then rank other things super high, and I could have them more middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, absolutely. you know, other movie, I feel like I rank, I'm fine with my ranking, but in terms of, like, how much I criticized it, I feel kind of bad for, considering everything that fell below it was uh, the same. <laughs> the santa claus three that's definitely the worst of the three and it's not that it's not a good movie but it is i would still take that over 
a lot of the bottom of this list. You gave that thing a five. No, that's why I said that. Uh, yeah. 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 It edged you higher than you feel comfortable. Yes. It's not one of those where you feel like it's higher than you're comfortable, but you had to do that. But I had to do it because I'd rather. Yeah. yeah. I get that. I've been in that terrible situation as well. I think yeah, I so. was. <clears throat> and I think it was the timing. I think I was more generous with Grinch than I would have been if we if I had not put the live action um, in my mind. It probably would have lost about half a point. Oh, are you, so are you oh, talking about the animated one? Yep, the Grinch TV special. Ooh, interesting. I ranked rank too high because I was comparing it only to another option. I think I would have dropped a, a half a point to a point. Oh, wow. All right. I think I'd still... I love that special. I don't know that it would change, but I'd be a little, at least a little more open-minded to some of the Rankin-Bass if we had not done them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm curious what my score would have looked like had I not watched them back-to-back-to-back. So that's something I was thinking about because I was kind of like at work the other day, fast forward it, just like skipping through a bunch of episodes to listen to some of our older ones. And even though like <laughs> the Rankin Bass ones were ranked pretty low by you guys, those episodes were fun despite like a lot of the fun episodes are the ones where we uh, don't like the films. Yeah. yeah. It's fun to talk about those. So yeah, that's really interesting. Like it would have been a good idea though, to your point, Tom, to spread out the ranking bass ones a little more to see if that will change things and to cover the Grinch on its own from the live from the animated one. I think as I'm looking at the list, I would have given a few more points to Batman returns. I was a little harsh on Batman returns. Me too. (laughs) But that is that really tough line. The ones that we really love, but they're not technically Christmas movies for us. Those are incredibly difficult to rank. I feel like because it was a movie that I, that I liked, I was more harsh on it than I should have been. Yeah. Well, I think you did say in the episode, or was it one of you said in the episode, it would probably, um, it would rank higher if it had more Christmas. Like, it because would, it's like, we're I, ranking it, yeah. yeah. But when I see how little Christmas some other actual Christmas movies have put into it, it's not quite as egregious as I had thought at the time. That's true. Hey, at least it was snowing the whole time in that movie. I spent I've been spending the this week. I spent with a, a guy I work with who's Argentinian, and we were discussing what Christmas is like for them when it's you know ninety, a hundred degrees outside. That thought really made me sad. Oh gosh, that <laughs> is what did sad. He say? Does it depress him? No. No, it's just because it's just how it is. Yeah, it's just how it is, and it's it's you know there's this idea for a lot of people that we've exported you know the american christmas all over the world and everybody's trying to get to that so there are people who really don't like some of our christmas sentimentality through pop culture see i have a few australian friends i was talking to about it and they 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 do feel like they're missing out when they watch our stuff and wish they got that whole christmas experience we do mm-hmm. julia what are your some of, some of your observations i mean i'm in a I know I just said it, but the things that we deem to not technically be Christmas movies are the hardest ones for me. Like absolutely the hardest ones for me to rank because I don't want to lose expressing the fact that I really love a thing Mm -hmm. um, just because I don't, I realize I don't love it as a Christmas movie. (laughs) And I feel like Die Hard is one of those moments where I clung very tightly to my love of the thing over really how Christmassy is it, right? Because I said Die Hard's a Christmas movie and I'm still sticking to that, but I wonder a little bit if I'm sticking to that super hard because I'm willing it to be a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, you're, you know I mean? you're, you're correct. So, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> there is a correct answer to that question and you're correct. <laughs> um, that's the hardest thing for me when we come on movies. When we come to movies that are definitely not Christmas, but that I that I really quite like as far as so I was gonna I thought about earlier with all the Rankin Bass stuff I'm not as much of a Rankin Bass fan as you two are and when I look at what I ranked Rudolph if I re-ranked that today it would probably be lower I think I felt so bad about you guys being so depressed in that episode that I was like I'm gonna come up a little bit and <laughs> throw him a bone kind of <laughs> 
But if I look at the list and I think about watching it this Christmas, which I'm going to watch it this Christmas, I've kind of avoided it. It's just been on the background, but I'm going to sit and watch and kind of do a reassess. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I'm going to do for multiple movies this Christmas season. I'm not looking forward to it. It's not my thing. And I'm really decided that Rankin Bass is not my thing. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of a shocking, (laughs) I feel kind of bad about that, but probably would have ranked it lower. But for me, The Grinch still stays as high as it is in my TV rankings, and Charlie Brown is still my absolute favorite. I don't think it would have mattered if we had The Grinches split this last year. Grinch TV still would have been as high for me as it was, which was a 9.95. I think it would have still been as high for me, too. But to Tom's point, I would have been curious to see what that conversation would have been like. So on the flip side of that, when I said that I think I was too harsh in the live action Grinch, that's where it worked against my rankings in that case, because I love the TV one so much. I think I made the other ones. Yeah. I made the, I made the movie suffer mm-hmm. harder because I love the TV so much. So I was flipped from Tom. I didn't <laughs> exalt as much as I pushed down <laughs> because I love the TV one so much. So we would have, so had this happened, we would have ended up with a, if we were doing this today, we'd end up with a still in the same place, just a couple of little swaps, huh? I think so. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a whole, I'm really happy with our list. Me too. too. It is just kind of those few swaps that would probably have happened. And the poor star. Every time I see it pop up on Netflix, I'm like, oh, I feel like I should apologize to it. Mm -hmm. I'm so hard on you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I think I was pretty decent on the star. I don't feel like I owe them anything. Well, yeah, not that I want to watch it again, <laughs> but I feel bad a little bit for giving it a one. I, um, what movie did I pop on today when I was cleaning? It was from the same company as a star though, because when I put the Blu-ray in and coming attractions were coming out, I saw the stars like, Oh, the star. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't so this- the, uh, Go the ahead. star. <laughs> it, it wasn't. I well, I didn't hate the star. No, you gave it a four. I and I said when we discussed that movie that like I knew I wasn't the audience for it, so I tried to take that into account. That's such a big one, trying to fit ourselves into audiences that we're not intended to be. So um, I'm looking forward to covering some like not more modern. Yeah, more modern, like newer than Rankin Bass anyway. Animated specials in the coming year. Yes, there are some good ones out there. Yeah, there are. So we're at our year mark, which mm-hmm. means this time, so Christmas last year, we were, what, four-ish months into doing the podcast when Christmas hit, like hard Christmas, December hit, um, which I was excited for Christmas last year as a result of doing the podcast. But there is something different about this year. I am like super hopped up, ready for Christmas, more so than I've ever been this year. And I don't know what it is. I don't, I have, no, it has to have something to do with the podcast because talking Christmas every week keeps the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year for all of us. But there's something about this year. I am like, I am like keeping myself from being super crazy and insane and getting decorations out now. I am with you 100% this year. I don't know what it is. It has to be something to do with this. It's got to be. Do you, so do you feel like Sarah is riding that bandwagon a little bit too? Because my kids have been bugging me about getting Christmas stuff out early. Sarah is not. Sarah is not. But but she's not, she's never been as into it as me. Right. And she, (laughs) but there have been times this past month or two, especially where she's had to like, it's July, it's August, you know, calm down Coming. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad I'm not alone in that then. I am very excited about it. Christmas presents purchased? I mean, like, I am full on Anthony here, guys. I can't <laughs> wait, guys. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we're going to probably start doing some decorating in September. I mean, you can, we could do that, right? We can. I'm a grown man. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> a 40-year-old man. I don't... What? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. I didn't make the joke this time. I didn't make an age joke this time. It's an OS. No, no, no. It's it's, um, the football coach from OSU. You remember when all that happened? Mm -mm. The media was picking on this football player, and he was in a press conference, and he's like, I'm a 40-year-old man. You pick on me. You don't pick on my kids. I'm a 40-year-old man. Of course, the man has a mullet now. (laughs) My gun. And I'm like, yes, my That guy's a nut. 
his name. He is a nut. But that was not an age joke. That was an okay, Oklahoma so, joke. It's so much better now. I just didn't <laughs> expect this from Anthony, but Anthony. you, Julia? <laughs> you, Julia? That's why it hurt. That's true. That's yeah, that's why it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a question for you, and it's the same one I posed to our listeners on social media, which we got some responses to. Do you have like what were some of your favorite episodes and like moments from the show this past year? My one of my favorites is still um, Elf. I love how young we all seemed. <laughs> the show was a shadow of what it would become. <laughs> so I really like going back and listening to that episode. One of my favorites is still National Lampoons. The amount of quotes on that episode alone really was fun. And that's what I'm looking forward to, to get into some better movies in the coming months, getting back to quotes, because we've been like yeah. quote list for like three months now because of the stuff we've been covering. Yeah. And I love the quotes. Yeah. So the Office Christmas episodes is one of my favorite <laughs> ones because one, boy, we can really get off on tangents. And two, it was just bouncing off each other like that with quotes and how much we just love the office anyway is just that's always a joy i'll say the same about the friends one too those two i love those two yeah i really like doing our non-christmas stuff as well it was a lot of fun our hocus pocus episode uh, which everybody listening can find on patreon was just so much fun to do and clue uh, seeing a movie i'd never seen watching it and immediately discussing it with you guys was a blast i'm looking forward to doing another halloween movie this year and i'm looking forward to revisiting friends of the thanksgiving episodes oh i'm so excited about the friends thanksgiving episodes though that's another one of my favorite things about our show that when we get off into hysteric (laughs) laughing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it makes me laugh again listening to it like in my car just laughing to myself like an idiot oh no there are absolutely those moments <laughs> in the episodes <laughs> that's when you feel kind of bad you know when you're listening to it and you're like i don't know is it like laughing at your own joke i'm not sure but um, that's as pathetic as that may be it's just really funny you guys are hilarious <laughs> That's what I hear from Christine when I'm like listening to our episode. I'm laughing. She's like, you think y'all are real funny, don't you? (laughs) Sarah Sarah says the same thing. I don't listen to them around Marty. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. Um, (laughs) But I am that guy. (laughs) Oh, wait. I forgot. My friend, one of my friends did text their favorite moment from England. My friend Rebecca, she sent an audio. She said one of her favorite moments this past year was when... Sarah outed the fact that I watched the Jersey Shore live during recording. I cannot believe that I didn't remember that. A that great is my moment. favorite moment. Oh, such a good, that was a tears moment for me in the car while I was driving to Oklahoma City, I'm sure. Crying because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> that was a great moment. Thank you that for remembering that. One of the best. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway reliving it. it's so funny your face you were so not happy with her <laughs> oh this is good times it really is just good times good times though i was going to say before though i feel like <laughs> Since they were two of our favorite episodes, if we're doing Thanksgiving Friends episodes, maybe we should do Office Halloween ones, because there's some really good Halloween ones for Patreon. That's a great idea. We should definitely do that. How do you feel about that, Tom? I'm just hearing we should watch The Office. (laughs) (laughs) I love the the Halloween ones. (laughs) He dresses up as a Sith Lord. All I can see in my head is Gabe dressed up like Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. I mean, that's all I can see. I see Oscar in the sweater and Creed saying, "Best James Edward, uh, James, what was his name? Almost uh, James Edward, almost costume I've ever seen." Oh my god. Anyway, so do you guys want to get into listener feedback? You guys, yeah. So on Facebook, we heard from Marshall Craft, and this is super sweet, by the way. It made me smile when I read it. He said, this has been my favorite podcast since you started. Keep the spirit alive all year long. 
and do the Christmas shoes, <laughs> which I'm excited about. <laughs> We've talked about the Christmas shoes before. We're going to have to do it at some point. That was sweet though, Marshall. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, also, another Facebook comment from Dwayne W. Bailey. Um, he says, Dwayne from Christmas in New Zealand Facebook page and Tinsel Tunes podcast here. To be honest, there are so many. One, he's referencing his favorite episodes. One that stands out just a short while ago when Anthony found out about Santa Claus and Easter Bunny. He put SC and EB coded to protect the innocent at the same time. But keep it up. You've helped inspire my podcast along with Brian and Tim's podcast. I look forward to another year. Always good to hear from another Christmas podcaster about our Christmas podcast. <laughs> and it makes me super happy that we inspired a Christmas yeah. podcast considering all the Christmas podcasts inspired us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just thought it was really cool to be listening there with Brian and Tim. That was pretty rad. Yeah. Yep. Another Facebook comment was left to us by Rebecca Bowl, who has been a longtime listener. And I'm going to tell you right now, her submission celebrating our year anniversary is my absolute favorite. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. So here it is. So my little boy was born around this time last year. When he was five days old, we were both readmitted to hospital because I had an infection. He wasn't feeding and had lost a ton of weight. It was a horrible few days while I adjusted to the fact that I couldn't nurse him and I felt like I'd let my baby down. The first night I was first able to give him a bottle myself, we cuddled up and listened to Tiz the podcast. I had lovely warm Christmas feels and for a few minutes my anxieties disappeared. Listening to Tiz the podcast became our ritual. I'd save episodes for night feeds and we would curl up under the blankets and listen together. This weekend coming, we will celebrate his first birthday, and we still listen to every episode together. We listen while we play or drive in the car. If I say to Matthew, shall we listen to Tiz the Pod? He will clap his hands. I've laughed at a lot of things and kind of want Anthony singing Silent Night as Celine Dion as my ringtone, but it's impossible to select a highlight when every episode has been shared with my baby through the first year of his life. Heart, kiss, kiss, kiss. Rebecca, that warms my heart to hear that. It's probably my favorite thing I've ever heard about doing the podcast. All right. We also heard from Dunder and Blixem. I see what he did there. Sorry. We also heard from Dunder and Blixem 03 on our subreddit, Tis the Podcast, said on the Grinch episode, Anthony, you'll find me hard pressed to find anything negative to say about this film. Tom. I have plenty to give you. Pages and pages of notes. <laughs> and then it said, was there a has, fun episode. Really says, there hasn't been a battle royale quite like that. <laughs> quite like that episode. <laughs> I do remember. I remember that very. That is a good. That's one. when we got like hate comments saying we were ganging up on Anthony. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would the, like to blame the TV Grinch for causing all of that. Honestly. For, for the record, Dunder and Blixem, it took all my patience tonight to bite my tongue when Tom listed the Grinch in his bottom five. Or <laughs> almost bottom five. Anyway, so from a train 74 on Instagram, we have, congrats, take a shot of insert beverage here. For whatever someone says, that's what she said, LOL. Never gets old. Seriously, the, seriously though, I love your show, and it is always a highlight of my week. Are you an Office fan, A-Train 74? We would be wasted if that was a drinking game on the show. We would be, yeah. That, Anthony ooh. would be, well, wait, who has to take a shot? It says anytime, oh, anytime someone says it. So, Tom, you and I would be wasted because of Anthony. We would have to have a Tissa podcast after dark special <laughs> Patreon episode. By the end of the episode, it would just be a lot of laughing. <laughs> you think we can't do math sober? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. We had one more from Instagram from Jenny from the Bronx 84. Congrats, make some conquito, and never forget the leprechaun Christmas gold. Maybe blast the letters to, cl to clap WTFAMP 
the Christmas song for 90s nostalgia. I think it's impossible to forget the Leprechaun's Christmas goal <laughs> for better or for worse. Also on Instagram, uh, Brian Earl wished us congratulations. Oh. I forgot to put that in there. We also had a Twitter comment from Charlene Forever Char, and she wrote in response to some of her favorite running gags from this show the great christmas and hollis debate lol it's always funny crying <laughs> laughing face i did like our debates over that i did not <laughs> well Char- all we got out of it was an inclusion of that song in our playlist <laughs> well forever Shar, tom just doesn't know what he's talking about here i'm with you i like those moments <laughs> he's wrong again First the Grinch and now Christmas and Hollis and now the debate about Christmas and Hollis. <laughs> you can't count that for two. <laughs> I told someone today that, that um, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, Christmas and Hollis is not a Christmas song. You're half right. I really, think, I really disagree with you. Die Hard is definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> God, Christmas and Hollis is uh, freaking terrible. <laughs> Now I'm getting all the anger. <laughs> oh, but on a happier note, don't you have something exciting that we learned, Anthony? Yes. So, just under their wire for our first year, we have hit 20,000 downloads. Holy in, Christmas crap. Right? In one year, a little Christmas podcast. That's crazy. That is awesome. crazy. Our listeners are amazing. They really are. Like, none of this would be possible without you guys. No. We said well, it, it wouldn't be near as enjoyable yeah, either. Yeah, because That's y'all's interaction true. is just so much fun. Mm-hmm. We would, as we said in our very first episode, we would be doing this even if we didn't have listeners. Mm-hmm. So having you all just makes it more fun. Absolutely. It's not just us talking to each other and uh, creating <laughs> either echo chambers or World War Three combat zones. Um, no seriously we're very grateful for all the reviews and all the comments and feedback and interaction just the fact that you guys listen means a lot to us and that's another thing i want to thank both of you for you know taking my little nugget of an idea making it good so it was just a great nugget i'm so glad you had the nugget of an idea you're welcome i have more (laughs) (laughs) I have more fun doing this than a lot of other things in my life. So it makes me happy every Tuesday night. I look forward to it. Me too. Absolutely. Keep letting us know that you're listening. We've got our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our subreddit all linked from our website, tisthepodcast.com, where you can find our official list and our our, our official lists um, of Christmas rankings. Also, we mentioned earlier we've got some super cool new stuff coming to our patreon site and cool stuff that's on there already if you can't get enough of the christmas stuff and you want to hear our voices talk about non-christmas stuff for a small minimum of one dollar a month that's where you can find it is on our patreon page just go to patreon.com search for tis the podcast and you can see all of the stuff we have there now including but not limited to our extra The Office episode bonus content, Hocus Pocus, as we mentioned, our review of Clue, and we've got great ideas and stuff coming up, including some literary reviews of Christmas texts uh, related to movies we're covering as well. So I'm excited about that and about the other stuff coming up. So if you just can't get enough, that's a place to get it. And coming up on our main show that downloads into your feed every week. Next week is September, and September is our Christmas movies based on books month. Literary Christmas. month. Yeah, there you go. That sounds, that sounds so much so much more literary, Julia. <laughs> oh, guys, what have I done? What did I do for the first twenty-something years of my life without you guys teasing me every week? What an a-hole 20-something years of my life. <laughs> Put that in there, huh? Had to do it. Oh, it's our year. We had to do <clears throat> We got to bring all our good tropes back, guys. I, I, I didn't get a chance to say it. Anthony said it's, it's 
it's our one year. We've got to, and I was just going to go, that's what she said. Have <laughs> <laughs> we had one yet? <laughs> um, it's Christmas Literary Month next month, guys. And as we mentioned earlier, we're going to start announcing two movies at a time. So you guys have more time to watch them and get your feedback to us. So the next two films on the schedule are 2004's Christmas with the Cranks, based on the novella Skipping Christmas by John Grisham. And the week after that is 2017's The Christmas Train, based on the book of the same name by David Bogalchi. I'm excited about these. I am too. Me too. Me too. Especially, I, I haven't read The Christmas Train. I'm looking forward to reading it, but I love Skipping Christmas. So Tom, don't you have some more exciting news for us? I do, in fact, have some more exciting news for you. We are only... 120 days away from Christmas. Which is only 17 weeks. Which is only four months, guys. <laughs> oh, crap. Did I go backwards? I no, no, you're right. Okay, okay. We went from bigger number to smaller yep. number. That is sitting so close. Uh, that, it's insane. And that you just said that September is next week, and I mm-hmm. just realized you're right. And that makes me so just happy. happy. A little anxious. So happy. All the burr month, guys. All the burr months. Man, I mean, this might be the year we step it up and put our stuff up in September. I'm not going to tell anybody but you two. And and all of our listeners. But you know, I don't have to see them. (laughs) I don't think any of them would mind anyone. Can they just... (laughs) (laughs) They'll just be cheering me on. (laughs) (laughs) They'll judge me from across the radio waves, and that's all right. I really want to know, though. <laughs> we always say, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't mind, or you probably love this, too. I want to know if any of you out there hate listening to this podcast. <laughs> and if so, please get in touch, because I'd be very curious. If you hate listening to this podcast, I feel sorry for your life. Me, too. So, anyway, do your homework, guys, and until next week, bye. Happy year. Thank you, everyone. It was December 24th on Hollis Avenue at the dark when I seen a man chilling with his dog at the park. I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear. Looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer. But then I was dealing with a man at a beer and a bag full of goodies, 12 o'clock at night. So I turned my head a second and the man was gone. But he must have dropped his wallet back dead on the lawn. I picked the wallet up and then I took a pause. Took out the lights and then the cold said Santa Claus. Miss Carol. Miss Carol. Miss Carol.